the internet tells me that North Dallas United got a W this weekend. And then I also know that Kansas got a win over Texas. And yet Akeem is not wearing any garb, any gear, any apparel from said teams. I thought you got to show up, brother. Nah, nah. Well, first, we'll start with Kansas. You know what I'm saying? That's a big win. Huge win for Kansas. But, you know, I don't ever really just throw the Kansas stuff on when we get a big win. Like, you got to win an orange ball or something. Then I'm going to come with that KU apparel on. You know what I'm saying? And NDU, we won. We got like two parts. It's kind of like an AFC, NFC. So, basically, we won the South. We won one side of it. But Sunday, we played for the Super Bowl, man. Then next week, I have my NDU gear on, baby, because we're going to win that chip. There you go. There you go. For those who uh, don't know the full scope, uh, North Dallas United is the team that it keeps, uh, youth football team that it keeps son uh, plays on. So good luck to them. They got the division. Hopefully they get the chip. Speaking of playoffs, let's focus in on the NFC where there's a lot of teams still in the mix. I think, I think we all know who's going to win each division uh, outside of the NFC West. But when it comes to the wild card spots, everything's up for the mix. Let me break down the scenarios that we got right now. Panthers at five and five. Their odds at plus 300 to make the playoffs with Cam Newton back uh, playing the Washington football team this week. Speaking of the Washington football team, they're three and six with plus 1,000 odds to make the playoffs. No Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, for the remainder of the year, it seems, or has been reported. The Seahawks with Russell Wilson back had the loss to Green Bay in Green Bay, but they are still, and they are at plus 300 to make the playoffs at three and six. Sounds crazy to say a Russell Wilson team's at three and six. Yes, he was injured, but still. Uh, Minnesota All Vikings, bad. big big win against the Los Angeles Chargers, plus 160. They have been the most confusing team all year, but they are talented for sure, plus 160. Uh, not as bad as uh, the Seahawks and the Panthers when it comes to odds. 49ers shocked everybody with a win over the Los Angeles Rams. And if you mm-hmm. listen to Akeem, it wasn't a shock because underdogs do their thing in primetime. Every week, I think I'm underdogs telling you. <laughs> I think underdogs either won or covered the spread. I think they went 9-5 and five this past weekend. So uh, roll with the underdogs for whatever reason. Uh, they're Thursday, at plus night football. Thursday night football, the underdog didn't cover twice this year. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't – listen, yeah. I'm, keeping my money in my, I'm keeping my money in my pockets. You're going to see what my best bets look like. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that by the uh, end of the show. Then finally, the Eagles and Saints playing each other this week. Uh, Eagles at plus 240 to make, the pl- to make the playoffs. The Saints at plus 120 with Trevor Simeon uh, and Taysom Hill at quarterback to miss the playoffs at plus 120. A lot of betting odds. Akeem, where would you like to put your money looking at these scenarios? I'm gonna put my money on the Panthers, man. I, I'm a, I like that plus 300. I like the Panthers. Uh, I like that new look defense, man. Once you see these no fly rankings, you'll see it. But, but since Gilmore pulled up, since Gilmore suited up, that defense is cranking back up. It's like they got that number one corner, kind of how they was at the beginning of the year when they had J.C. Horn. But uh, they're a different defense when they got when they got Gilmore out there, man. And now Cam back in town, uh, run game defense, baby. You know what I like. So I definitely put my money with that plus 300 on the Panthers. And then it's going to be another spot out there and I think I'm going to go I think I'm going to go plus 175 with the Niners. I think the Niners going to finish strong in the division. They play good in the in the, inside the division. You know they got the Rams number. They all they served the Rams the last five times they played them. But I think they going to finish strong inside the division. It'll get them to like maybe the 7th seed, maybe the 6th seed. So 
Ride with the Niners, ride with the Panthers. The rest of them teams, I don't know. So uh, I'm going to talk about that uh, 49ers win over the Rams here just in a moment. But I'm going to look at that Panthers schedule real quick. Got Washington football team, then at Miami, then Atlanta, then at the Bills. So they got a chance here to win the next three games, get to eight and five, and then at the Bills versus Tampa, at New Orleans, at Tampa. Not an easy close to the schedule. So Look, them all these, L's. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, nah, they might not be. They might not be. They, 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 might, they might be the in, Saints. Them, yeah, them, the, in them division games, they're split. They're, they're go, they'll go two and two in them division games at the end. Yeah, so yeah, that would make, I think it would make them, um, they can go either two and one or one and two. If they could at least get one of those wins, it looks good as long as, again, they could beat Washington football team at Miami, Atlanta. The next three weeks can be pivotal uh, to their playoff standings. You mentioned the, you mentioned, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. I got to talk about the Rams. They added OBJ. Robert mm-hmm. Woods gets the torn ACL. Uh, we saw Van Jeff- Jefferson having a hard time catching the ball. But we knew the offense was going to take some time, yes, even with the even if it was Robert Woods and OBJ, let alone Robert Woods being gone for the season. But the defense, we thought that was going to be up. And the and the 49ers ran all over them, got over 40 rush attempts on Monday Night Football. Um, what are yeah. you seeing from the Rams' defense? Are, are you concerned, or will, will this too pass? Man, I think it'll pass. I think they'll shake back. Uh, they just at that point in the season, you know where – You've been playing so good, man. It's the NFL, man. You start to get guys' best shot. I think the Rams is just in that part of the season where they just getting guys' best shot. But I will say, man, Stafford do have these games where he just he don't look close to the best quarterback. He had one game you look like the best quarterback in the league. Then you have a game where you look like you're not even close to the best quarterback in the league. My opinion, he had too many games like that. That's why the Lions was – that's why the Lions, I know they wasn't the best defense. They ain't had the best defense. They was the Lions, right? But that's why they never caught fire and went two rounds deep in the playoffs or something just off just having a great quarterback, right? They never did it because he always had these games where you look like that Stafford, the Lions Stafford too much, man. And then the defense, uh, the Niners always run the ball good on the Rams, man. Uh, Shanahan kind of kind of got that defense figured out, man. He know, he know how to create yards against them, so – don't 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 base don't base what the Rams did last night or on Sunday night. Don't base the rest of their season on what they did on Sunday night, man. They they stopped the run pretty good against the Titans. I, I'm no Derrick Henry, but still same Titans O line. They stopped the run pretty decent. And then they got killed by the Niners, but they'll be better, man. That defense, they'll shake back. This offense, they gonna have to keep pace late in the year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, getting that bye week right here in week 11, uh, a good thing for fantasy football, uh, For good thing for them when it comes to playing on the field. Not a good thing for fantasy football owners. I was thinking about my team because I got to find a way to gotta find a way to replace their defense and Stafford in my lineup. <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, Matthew Stafford, I assume the odds would have been better when Robert Woods was healthy, uh, but at 850 now, plus 850 to win MVP, Still on the table, Akeem. Yeah, it's still a good it's bet. Pretty... I mean, it's, it's plus 850. It's still a good bet. But I don't know. I don't know if I like that in, man. I don't know. It's it's We just see that that bad Stafford a little too much, in my opinion. And I, I, this Rams offense, they tricky, man. They It looked like a totally different offense, if you ask me, with Stafford. You know what I'm saying? It's, it it make Sean McVay pass happy, in my opinion. And, and 
his offense was so good because it was run dominant and all the passes came off the run. They looked the exact same. The Jets looked the exact same. Everything was based off that run. So I don't know if that's the case anymore. So this is not the same Rams offense in my opinion. Might be more explosive because they throw it more. Might be a little worse because they throw it more. But I don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. We still got a couple weeks to figure that out. We'll see here in the near future. If you own Daryl Henderson in fantasy football, uh, you would say that the Rams don't run it enough. He hasn't hit double digits, I think, in at least in the past two weeks. Uh, yeah, I, I own him. <laughs> there you go. Uh, when it comes to odds, when it comes to odds, I am pretty sure that you're that it's pretty unlikely that the Rams made it to the top five of your power rankings. Who you got going into Week Eleven? Power rankings, man. The Titans still at number one. Uh, we had number two, number three, and number four all take L's. Cardinals, Ravens, Bucks all take L's. So the Packers jump up from five to number two. The Cowboys slide back in at number three. The Bills slide back in at number four. And the Patriots hop into the top five at number five, man. The Patriots and that four-game win streak they got, man. They going crazy right now. Mac Jones, I'm hey, roll the tape. Fuck it, roll the tape. <laughs> Roll the tape, Paul. Tell him what I told you about Mac Jones, man. Mac Jones to the Patriots. I think they got a souped-up team right now. They ready for the next two, three years. They ready for war the next two, three years. I think they got Mac Jones, man, and I, I guarantee you, uh, Josh McDaniels love Mac Jones. He got a, he got his own pack. He got a way he'll run that same offense with Mac Jones and take the running out of it. I guarantee you he's already ready for it. That's the perfect offensive coordinator for Mac Jones to go to, man, and he's surrounded by a bunch of weapons. Next year or two, they'll get a nice, another big-time receiver. So I think they got two number two receivers right now, but they got dog tight ends as well, so it kind of balance out. And, and I think that's the perfect landing spot for him. Told you that boy is special, man. He's special. So Patriots come in at number five. The Patriots, the Patriots going to make some noise. Now, watch, just watch Five weeks from now, we're going to be having this conversation again about these Patriots, man. They're real. Defense, run game is real. Uh, we'll definitely run back the tape. Uh, while the Patriots are real, there are some teams that are not. There are some teams that we're going to have to wave goodbye to. So as we go through the end of the season, uh, as we go through the, couple of weeks, the next couple of weeks of the season, there are some teams that won't be eliminated from the playoffs, but they're pretty much eliminated from the playoffs. And we want to yeah. give them their fair due before we talk about teams that are actually in contention to win some games. So maybe we'll also put in some violin music or something like that uh, to yeah. commemorate uh, the playoff chances of the Detroit Lions going down the toilet. Couldn't even get a win in Pittsburgh. Got a, got got a, a tie. tie. Got they a tie. They played their best game. They played their best game, <laughs> and, and, it, and it resulted in a tie, man. So, you know, that, that means your playoff chances is pretty much out the window for sure. Indeed. 0-8-1 on the season. So before we wave them goodbye, I have two questions for you, Akeem, as it pertains to the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. Where should they focus in the, in the 2022 NFL draft? They need a wide out. You need a big-time wide. Well, 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 well. Let me take a couple steps back. They need a quarterback, man. I, 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 JG, my dog, you know, I don't like talking about my dogs neither, but I've been betting with the Lions, right, or betting against the Lions, so I've been having a chance to to watch them. And, man, it just looked bad, man. The mobility, the the lack of mobility for Jared Goff, man, it's, it seems like it's taking a toll now, man. It's a lot of turnovers happening, and 
he just looks super uncomfortable right now, man. So I, I, I don't know if that's the place for Jared Goff. So I'm going to say they need to go quarterback. Y'all need to focus on who's going to run this show. I don't think Jared Goff is the man for that team. Uh, to, to, his, to be fair to him, I believe Taylor Decker just played his first game uh, of yeah. the season, first game in a while. Definitely a lot weekend. of pressure on him. It's not all It's not all JG, man. It's a lot of pressure on him. But just from what the coach said about him, he needs to step up and the new guys and how he how he got placed there, they didn't, like, necessarily pick him. You know what I'm saying? They kind of just was getting rid of Stafford, got him on the back end, new staff. So just the situation in itself, I don't think that's the place for him. Uh, you say you got one more question for me, Harris. Yeah. Real quick, yes or no? Trade DeAndre Swift or keep him in fantasy football? Oh, keep football? Swift. Got to keep Swift. Got to keep okay. Swift. He on my team. I put him on the bench last week. I regretted it. I regretted it. Keep Swift. It's a business decision you have to make. Some people would say, with them not being in playoff contention, do you worry about him playing in the fantasy playoffs? But, hey, he does produce majority of the time. All right. We're going to wave goodbye to the Houston Texans real quick. We'll keep it to fantasy football. Brandon Cooks, trade him or keep him? He's right now a wide receiver, too. He's obviously the number one target. Yeah. And Tyrod Taylor is there. Do you trade him in fantasy football or not? Uh, We got we got some weeks left in the season, man. I think I think if you keep him, he's going to be productive, man. I, as long as Tyrod there, as long as B. Cooks is, is in the lineup, he's going to be a deep threat in the lineup. I say you keep him. Yeah, just always nervous when you – have these guys you rely on who are in teams that are not playing for nothing. Uh, scary times. All right, before we go to break and get to our betting segment, Akeem, run through your no-fly zone rankings, please. No-fly zone. We got the Packers at the top. Bills at number two. Four interception weekend for them boys. The Cowboys had a strong weekend. Uh, three interceptions for them boys. They come in at number three. The Panthers at number four. This the, this the Gilmore-led Panthers defense at number four. And the Patriots, another great deal, another great day on defense for them boys, man. They come in at number five. Speaking of defense, those Dallas Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons had a 55 over under going into their matchup on Sunday. One person on this show hit the under, but missed on some other bets. When we get into our next segment, we'll talk about best bets for week 11. Come back. We'll call to the booth. All right, time to pack it up. But before we do that, we got to get to our best bets. Harrison Sanford, Akeem Tlaib, as always, Paul Aspen, our producer, joins us. Let's go over our DFS picks that we made in Week 10. Let's see how they panned out. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, okay day versus the Indianapolis Colts. Najee Harris didn't have his quarterback, but still a good performance relatively for him against the Detroit Lions. Jonathan Taylor went off against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Stephon Diggs got his uh, swagger back against the New York Jets. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. got a touchdown against the Jaguars. Dan Arnold is the only person who catches passes uh, in that Jaguars offense. He was solid uh, against Indianapolis Colts. And Logan Thomas, who was our pick, little did we know, he's still not healthy enough to play um, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the one thing, the one pick that we made that we relied on was Tom Brady versus the Washington football team. And not only did we rely on them for DFS purposes, we relied on him for betting purposes. We relied on the team. Uh... And Bruce Arians was not happy about everything that took place with them uh, in that matchup. Akeem, what happened? Buccaneers losing mm. as a 10-point favorite to the Washington man, football they, team. They just won clicking all day, man. I, I actually watched that game, and they just couldn't get in the rhythm. Uh, they couldn't get in the rhythm at all on offense. Run the ball, pass the ball. It was it was just one of those days for Tommy, man. It was 
I hate to see them, though, especially when I got paper on it. So it was just one of those days for Tommy. They had shake back this week and blow somebody out by 30. You know how they do. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because last week I put, the week before that, I put money down on the Ravens beating the Vikings because they were coming off a bye week. So something to think about as you're betting. Maybe that bye week isn't as great. They're coming as out all. slow. There you go. There you go. Come Might be something slow to think off that about. Bye week. Might be something to think about uh, with uh, teams coming off the bye week uh, this past week, like the Cincinnati Bengals coming off a bye week. Make sure you pay attention to that as you lay your money down. Okay, DFS picks for week 11. Real quick, Josh Allen versus the Indianapolis Colts. Need I say more? Tua Tungavaloa did his thing against the Ravens when he came back in the second half. Should be fully healthy against the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb versus the Detroit Lions. We don't need to explain that. Tony Pollard as a sneaky uh, low-owned, low price pick in DFS against the Kansas City Chiefs, an option to run the ball, catch the ball out of the backfield in what should be a very high-scoring game. A.J. Brown, get-right spot against the Houston Texans. No need to explain. Brandon Ayuk, another option for you against the Jacksonville Jaguars, should be low-owned in DFS, especially coming off, a, I think it was a three- or four-catch performance on Monday Night Football where the 49ers decide to run the ball the entirety of the game. George Kittle did his thing against the Rams, should be able to do it against the Jaguars. And finally, C.J. Uzoma, Sneaky little DFS pick uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders who haven't been good against tight ends all season. That should wrap up our DFS. Now let's get to the best bets. Let's get to the fun. Paul's going to join us. Paul, tell us what happened in Week 10 for us, and then we will look ahead to Week 11. Well, my teaser was dead before the weekend, so that's just a terrible way to start the weekend. Uh, Keeb lost his teaser too, and Harrison, you hit your under, even though one of the teams scored 43 points, which is well done by you. So um, I guess you had the Bucks in some things as well, though. So they lost, obviously, to Washington football team. Another bad week for us, huh, Paul? Yeah, we're we're kind of in it right now. So we just we just yeah. gotta keep firing, fight our way let's, out of let's it. Let's shake so. back, then, baby. Let's shake back now. Nah. Come on now. What you gotta get on here every week? Talking about yeah. a bad week. You know what I'm saying? So we, yeah, we gotta <laughs> it's figure kind of it out. Right now. Let's go. Yeah. So <laughs> you said out. you had some stats about the Thursday night football game. So. Well, it seems like you're going to start us there. What do you think, Akeem? Definitely riding with the underdog on Thursday night, man. I, we, Me and bro, we've been talking about it. You know what I'm saying? The guys. And come Thursday, we'll go against what we've been talking about all week, right? So I ain't going against it this week. I'm going to include the Falcons on my teaser, man. That's going to boot, boot it up to Falcons plus 12 and a half. And then I think uh, the Cowboys and the Chiefs should be a pretty good game. I don't see I don't see the Cowboys going to lose to the Chiefs by eight and a half. So Cowboys plus eight and a half, Falcons plus twelve and a half. That should be a good teaser, man. That should get me out the hole for sure. I like yeah. that. The only the only thing I like more than that is that Harrison was literally typing in a new bet as you were giving yours. So Harrison's got a whole slate. He's got a whole slate of bets right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I was doing so I was doing some thinking on my side. Uh, so originally <laughs> I had the Jaguars plus six versus the 49ers. Then I saw what the 49ers did to the Rams on Monday Night Football, and I said, "Nah, I'm good on all that." All right, all right, all right, uh, all right. Hold on, let me just stop you right there. Okay, let me just stop. You. Like, don't necessarily. I don't necessarily. Like, it's tough to put money on the Jags. I'm there with you, but reacting to what you just saw is exactly what you don't want to do. That's For exactly sure. what Harrison always do. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to do. So I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to wipe it from, I'm just wiping it from the occasion. Not putting any money down either way. Just like, act like nothing happened this past Leave week. it alone. But just leave it alone. Just leave, I'm just going to leave it alone. But I do like 
uh, the Bills, uh, who are minus seven against the Colts right now. They have a top three rush defense, a top three passing defense, and we know for the most part it's Jonathan Taylor or bust with that Colts offense. They really only have Michael Pittman Jr. to rely on, and that guy at corner, his name Tre'Davious White, should have a should have do a good job on him. So with the Bills having a top three rush defense, a top three passing defense, uh, an explosive passing game where the Colts are their weakest in the secondary. On top of the fact that the Bills have been on the road for the past two weeks, so you get back home uh, after mm-hmm. that Jags loss, uh, and then beating the Jets uh, this past week uh, in in New Jersey, or yeah, where they play in New Jersey at MetLife Stadium, coming back home after two weeks with a great defense, great uh, great passing attack, they should be able to win by more than one possession. I got the Bills laying seven. Oh, and I also do like the Browns Browns line under at forty four. The Browns aren't really that talented offensively, and we already know what the lines are. I could see that game being 28-3. to 3. So I'm taking that under, that 44 like under. That. Uh, with I like that. I like those. For sure. I like those, Harrison. You're taking them coats, coats going outdoors. You know what I'm saying? You take them coats outside. And uh, like you said, them two offenses ain't doing too much. So I like I like both of those. Can we talk about I've been Carson doing well Wentz with the, I've been doing these. well with the unders. So my bad, Paul. I've been doing well with the unders. The game picks not so much recently. Hey, stick with what's working. Can we talk about Carson Wentz always insisting on throwing the ball left-handed like twice a game, thinking he's Pat Mahomes? That's what you want to happen yeah, against the he Bills. Yeah, the flashbacks, them Philly days. Oh man, it's terrible, terrible. Um, all right, so I've already bet a lot of games this week, so I'll run through a few of them, but I'll give my best bet at the end. Um, did take the Texans plus 11 against the Titans. I just like, I, whether it's now or in the playoffs, I'm going to be fading the Titans at some point. I think Tyrod and those guys can sneak inside 11 points. It's a yeah, lot of points. I like it. Uh, Bengals, a lot of teams that are like this. It's like that Superman meme where they're like, there's a lot of those games this week. Saints and Eagles is kind of like that. Washington football team and Panthers is kind of like that. Um, Bengals, Raiders is kind of like that. I like the Bengals. It's minus one. It's basically a pick em. Bengals to beat the Raiders. One team, I think, can recover a little bit. The Bengals, the other team, as we talked about, I think the Raiders are kind of sliding down a little bit. Best bet of the week, I'm going with the Vikings, plus two and a half against the Packers. And here is why. They're both bottom ten run defenses, and Aaron Jones is out for the Packers. So that's more of an advantage for the Vikings. I think Dalvin Cook could have an absolute day against them. Um, So I like the Vikings in this spot. Here's the other part of that game. I'm going under 49. Packers have played 10 games. How many of their games do you think have gone under? All of them. Eight. Eight, eight and two to the under. So, again, if it turns into a game where these teams run the ball, could also point to an under 49. So, that's where I'm rolling with my two best yeah. bets. Yeah, I think that maybe the industry's a little bit slow on catching up on what Akib has been trying to point out for a while now. The Packers' defense is really good. Um, at least their secondary, at least, with the way they've been playing. All right, all right, Paul, I know every week you have, like, Russian titles, interception leader. What you got? I know you got something. How's that working out, MVP odds. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Burrow, 40 to 1. That's looking real good. Um, so, I'm going to switch sports on you guys. Okay. So, yeah. One of the so, so, one of the sharpest guys we have on our one of my other shows, Sean Zarillo from the Action Network. He's one of the guys that has this bet, and then a couple of our baseball guys also have this bet. Tigers at forty-five to one to win the World Series. Now that they were on them before the Eduardo Rodriguez signing, but they just signed them. But that forty-five to one is still out there. 
I can't tell you it's a good bet, but these guys are saying it's a good bet. So if you want to switch sports, you can do a little baseball offseason bet. And maybe even nope. if there's baseball, there might be a lockout. I don't know. I will hey, not. Tigers 45 to 1 is out I will so, not. <laughs> just wanted to share the knowledge. I'm Thank you, you for the advice. I'm going to leave the Tigers alone. I'm going to leave all that alone. Um, oh, I, I, Paul, when we come back next week, let's um, – I was going to say, what are the odds of a, a team from California making it to the Super Bowl? Um, but eh, that's something to look, look at, maybe. But nonetheless, uh, we're not making any baseball bets. Pay attention to the football bets. That, that'll work out for us. Uh, good shows, as always. We'll be back next week to break everything down as the playoff picture comes a little bit clearer. And I know everybody is really locked in on fantasy football. Uh, it's really time to make your best plays to get ahead and make the playoffs. So Harrison, for a key you mention to... mention the standings in our in our fantasy football league. You want to mention those? I thought you were interrupting me because we were going to do an edit for the show, not because we were going to put my standings on public display for everybody to listen to, <laughs> which we won't do. <laughs> we're going to uh, get up out of here. We're going to get up out of here like we were supposed to. I don't want to talk about it neither. I don't want to talk about it. At least not this week, Harrison. You know what I'm saying? I'll leave it, I'll leave it alone this week, too. Next week, we back at it. Yeah, when we come back next week, we'll do a full update on where everybody is in our official fantasy football league with everybody involved with the show. For a key to leave, uh, Paul Aspen, Thomas in the background. I'm Harrison Sanford. This is Cult of the Booth. We'll see you guys as we look ahead to week 12 next week.